To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another podcast edition of Financially Fit with Kyle Hammerschmidt, President and Investment Advisor Representative at MoCan Financial, serving you in the Kansas City and Wichita areas. He's got a main office there in Overland Park, and you can find Kyle online at mocanfinancial.com. That's M-O-K-A-N financial.com. Check him out while you're there. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play or whatever platform of choice you like. And you can always give him a jingle if you've got questions or concerns. And we always strongly encourage folks that before they take any action from anything they hear, they should always have a conversation with a financial professional like Kyle. And you can call him at 913-257-3991. It's 913-257-3991. Kyle, buddy, how are you? How you been? I've been just great so far. It's starting to get a lot warmer here, which allows me to get out and do some yard work, so I can't <laughs> complain. You know, it's kind of funny you mentioned that. My, my brother and I, you know, as we mentioned before on the podcast, I'm actually in North Carolina, and you're there in your location in the Kansas City, Wichita area. And so we had about a week, 10 days straight of over 100 degrees. Well, like 97 to like 101 in May, which was crazy. It got super hot. Yeah. And now it's been in the 70s for like the last two weeks of June at the time of this podcast taping. So the weather's been really kind of weird and backwards, but my poor brother, he always likes to come over and help me do a lot of yard work on the property. And he actually tripped and broke his leg. I felt so bad. He's 60 years old. His first bone he's ever broken in his life. And he was just like, well, that just sucks. <laughs> Ruins my yeah. summer. So I felt bad for the guy. But yeah, you got to be careful doing that yard work sometimes. It's a lot of fun, but it can, you can get hurt if you're not careful. So uh, luckily it was his own fault, not mine. So I, I still feel bad because he's my brother. But hey, what are you going to do, right? <laughs> so anyway, Anyway, let's get into our show this week and talk about things other than yard work. And let's hit some popular proverbs. I thought we could have some fun. I had a grandmother that would say a lot of these things, and I was thinking about her the other day. She's been gone for a while now, but I thought it was kind of interesting and fun to see if maybe we could learn a financial lesson or two from some classic proverbs that I'm sure we've all heard. And so, Kyle, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, see if you can give us a financial spin on some of these classics here. Like a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. What's that make you think of financially? Well, at some point in your financial life, we just need to be focused on, you know, not losing what we've worked hard for saving and grown over the years and just making sure you take the time to try to maximize those returns on your investment. It's pretty easy in you know today's world to look past what you have and always wanting more and trying to get more. Right. And sometimes it's sometimes it's better as an individual on the financial side to kind of take a step back, look at what you have, and put more focus on that versus trying to you know maybe chase returns or get more than what you need. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So kind of celebrating the fact that, hey, you're there, maybe. Maybe if your financial situation is such that you've uh, kind of, quote unquote, won the game, take a knee, right? Take the victory formation if you're thinking in football terms and don't necessarily push for more when you might be where you want to be. That's kind of how I, I took that a little bit. Protect what yeah, you've got. I would agree. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily gain another 10 yards and get another first down <laughs> if you want to go that route. Uh, you know, just kind of sometimes protect what you have. Okay. So that's a good start. How about this one? Did your grandmother or any of your you know relatives ever say, something like a rising tide lifts all boats. She used to love to say that one. Yeah, it's the same principle here. So the way I look at it is, you know, up markets, 
you know, everyone's making money, you know, obviously some more than others, depending on what, you know, how you're, you know, invested in certain allocations. It's easy to make money when the market's going up. Right. Right. But we need to apply that principle is when the market's going down, you're also going to lose money. You can't lose sight that that still applies in today's world, even though we've experienced some great, you know, bull runs and markets. And we just can't forget about the volatility that comes with that. So, you know, no matter what you think, you're not going to outsmart the system, which is the market. And you're not going to make money when everybody else is losing. So if you can kind of just stay focused and be disciplined over the long haul, those are the investors who are benefiting from that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the time of this podcast taping, Kyle, you know, the the market had been doing about five weeks or so of a decline on the Dow, (laughs) but it's been up the last three or four days, I think, in a row at the time we're taping this. So, yeah, kind of to your point, right? You know, the market's going to go up, it's going to go down. The long haul usually is the case. Now, again, your time horizon could play a factor in how much you want to be, you know, at risk, depending on, you know, the whims of the market. So that's a conversation worth definitely having with your advisor is looking at your risk and how that pertains to your situation for your time horizon and that's why we do the podcast to get you thinking about some of these things all right now this is a classic one here everybody's heard this one now i was one of those kids that i tripped and fell on my basket at easter and crushed all my eggs and was not happy (laughs) so of course it's don't put all your eggs in one basket right you know of course grandmothers and grandparents love to tell us this one yeah i mean this is the true you know diversification solves all the problems you know, it's a good proverb to go by because it can teach you some lessons. We just also need to understand that, you know, not putting all your eggs in one basket, which in financial terms is diversification in itself, you know, it helps your probabilities, but it's wise in today's, you know, fast changing markets to just understand that diversification in itself, it can't just be your answer or your rhyme or your reason, but it's a very valuable tip just to kind of give you an example, if you're, you know, invested in some company stocks, you know, you don't want all Apple or all Amazon or in your 401k, you don't want all of your nest egg in your company stock. That's kind of where the valuable lesson comes in financially to help you move forward. Yeah. And of course, you know, diversification, Kyle, is not just to your point, right? It's not just maybe a mutual fund or five or six or seven with a collection of different things, because a lot of times what happens in that scenario is it's all large cap, right? And so people wind up having the same, sometimes they own Microsoft like nine times and they don't even know it, you know? Yeah. And diversification just means something different to everybody. You know, do I have all my money in one account or is it one fund, one type of fund? So you know, diversification has a different meaning to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many little factors in that, you know, that kind of break that down. And of course, you know, sometimes take these proverbs, right? Pull a little piece from it, like we're talking about here on the show and saying, okay, you know, are you diversified? Do you think that diversification is, uh, some people think diversification is having multiple advisors. I mean, I host a lot of shows and some people think, oh, I'm diversified because I'm getting two different opinions. (laughs) I don't know if I agree Mm -hmm. with that, Mm -hmm. but you know, there's definitely people who think in a lot of different ways. So ultimately having a conversation with someone that you feel comfortable with, and getting some good information is going to help you kind of dissect a lot of these little conversations and puzzle pieces that make up the retirement planning process. All right. Well, one more here. Our fun little uh, proverb topic here is what can we learn from uh, some of these proverbs about money? And this one is a, a good one as well. One man's trash is another man's treasure. What you got here? This just comes, you know, in general, the vast choices an individual has as far as like financial products that exist, you know, thousands and thousands today. 
And then some investments just don't make sense for you at all to own in your portfolio. On the other hand, that, that same investment that could be a perfect fit for someone else might not make sense for you. So we always call this like, don't follow the herd, you know, just be careful. Don't make a, a rash decision just based upon certain investments being either good or bad. What I always try to tell people is there's no such thing as a perfect investment. There's pros and cons of everything. And you kind of have to find, you know, what you're looking for because not one investment is going to have everything that you need. Right. Um, so we like to break it down in different buckets and then, you know, bucket A's for this, bucket B's for this and bucket C's for this. And this is what it's not going to do. So that's very important to kind of educate yourself up front and understand that there's no such perfect investment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right. That's our podcast for this week. As far as our main topic, we've got time for an email question here from Jim and Jim's over in Overland Park. So he says, Kyle, I'm 67 and I've reached full retirement age for Social Security. But I don't have plans to retire anytime soon. My question, should I go ahead and start taking my Social Security now or just wait till I'm done working or 70, whatever? So what's your thoughts there for him, Kyle? First question as I have for Jim is how long do you plan on living? Right, right. <laughs> um, as long as I know, can. Without know, <laughs> you know, without knowing, you know, the certainties here and their income situations, Ideally, if you're still working, you don't need the extra income. It, it might be wise to to delay that benefit and keep getting those 8% delayed credits on that Social Security benefit, especially if you're married with a spouse. So my just, you know, shoot from the hip answer for Jim would be, you know, don't take it unless you need it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do. And kudos to Jim for, you know, wanting to keep plugging away and working. I think a lot of people do struggle in this area, especially, you know, this is the opposite of what a lot of folks we see where it's, hey, I'm 62. I'm eligible to take it now. I want to take it now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. In this situation, yeah, you know, there's a break-even point, right, Kyle? On the math, is it something where maybe running the numbers for somebody like Jim and looking at it and saying, okay, what's the best option based on the rest of your plan? Uh, here's your break-even point as to when it might be a better time to take it. Might that help? Yeah, it's going to be all about break-even points, what you have for life insurance. You know, is he married? You know, what type of retirement nest eggs does he have? That type of stuff. Yeah. How, how much of a factor is the Social Security going to play into his overall retirement strategy? So, all right. Well, great question. We appreciate it, Jim, for submitting that in. Again, you can go to mocanfinancial.com, M-O-K-A-N financial.com. Submit a question. Check out the podcast, past episodes, future episodes as they come online. Uh, you can do that as well. Also, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play, so on and so forth. This has been Financially Fit with Kyle Hammerschmidt, nine. 913-257-3991. Your number to call, 913-257-3991. Kyle, thanks for your time this week, buddy. I will talk to you soon. Yep, thank you. All right, we'll see you next time here on Financially Fit, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Mocan Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Kyle Hammerschmidt and guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. 
Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it's suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered.